A chassidisha summer. The word summer itself conjures up feelings of freedom, happiness, and warmth. All winter, we sit bunched in our coats, locked in a classroom or an office, and dream of summer. When the bell rings on the last day of school, it's as if the prison walls have collapsed. Students run to escape as quickly as possible, looking forward to the next few months of fun. Some people bemoan this state of affairs. School shouldn't feel like a prison, they say. Just because it's warm outside doesn't mean one should be running around. They contend summer is no different than winter. Nothing should change and life goes on. Others welcome the summer. It's a chance to cast off the heavy yoke of responsibilities and have a good time. As usual, the Rebbe turns the whole concept on its head. The Rebbe revolutionized the way we look at and act in the summer. The guiding factor is, Hashem did not make anything without a reason. If a certain reality exists, then it must be another opportunity to add in Avedis Hashem. The Rebbe does not ignore the fact that summer is a time of freedom and fun, but he also does not see that as a negative thing. A spiritual time. Externally, the biggest change in the summer is that the sun is out more. This alone shows us that, as the physical world mirrors the spiritual, on a spiritual level, the sun is shining brighter as well. The summer months when the Shemesh Havaya, the light of Hashem, is shining brightly, are mainly dedicated to the Neshama. In these months, the body does not conceal as much on the soul, and therefore Yid can and must be busy with the Neshama matters in a truly revealed way. This is different than winter, when the sun is not shining as much, and it's cold. In those months, the main Avaida is with the body, to work on refining and elevating the body. With the sun shining and nature in full bloom, the world suddenly opens up. The trees are full and the flowers are blossoming. This too is a lesson in Avedis Hashem. When the trees are flowering and nature's splendor is in full view, we make the bracha shalichaser ba'elamei klum. We must use this for Kedusha as well and learn eheira and Avedis Hashem. Just like the trees are growing and expanding, we too must grow and thrive in our Aveda. Making a bracha on the very nature of summer is already Avedis Hashem. This, together with the lesson we must take, shows us how even on the most basic level, the Rebbe changes the summer from a time of physical indulgence to spiritual growth. A festive season. Besides for more fun, a metaphor for godliness, there is another reason that summer is a spiritual uplifting time. Chassidus explains that during the summer it is easier to serve Hashem than in the winter. The simple explanation for this is that every Yom Tev has a spiritual effect on a person, and in the summer the Yom Tevim are closer together, so the spiritual effect is stronger and it is easier to serve Hashem. In the long winter months, the memories of Tishrei can start wearing off before Pesach is even in sight. Whereas in the summer, we go straight from Pesach to Shavuos with barely any time to catch our breath. This spiritual boost propels us until Rosh Hashanah, that is just around the corner. Yeshivas Krachim Kasha, city life is hard. A staple of summer life is going on vacation, whether it is to visit grandparents, taking a road trip with a mobile home, or going to the country, there is hardly anyone who doesn't travel over the summer. While there is nothing wrong with leaving town per se, the mindset that all productivity is put on hold for a period of time is the antithesis to Torah and Yiddishkeit. If someone had to travel to relax and regain their strength, that I would encourage them to not lose sight of their mission in life. In a sikha shortly after the Antebi rescue, the Rebbe recounted a conversation that he had with a rabbi. I tried telling a rabbi that after such a story, the Antebi rescue, he must use this chance to inspire his community to put on tefillin and put up mezuzahs. He told me that he, now he has to relax, so he's going to the country. 
After he comes back in six to eight weeks, then he will start working on this. He's going to the country and will come back with a nice tan and with prepared speeches that he made there for Yom Tevim, and then he'll think about something he should be doing tomorrow. He said that when he comes back from the country, I should remind him about this. Why should I have to remind him? It's his community. You need to make sure they put on tefillin and have mezuzahs. The Balabatim pay his salary, they pay membership to the shul, and that's how he can afford to go to the country. At least repay the favor. Last year he went to the country, and then he also shouldn't have gone. If only he would have not gone, he could have accomplished a lot more. So it's bad enough that he went last year, but this year after such an incident, how can he go? He has to inspire his community. On one occasion, the Deborah referred to going to the country as a Wilderminik, a wild custom. In this country, there's a wild custom that for the summer, everyone leaves the city and goes to the country for two and a half months. The result of this is a decrease in title learning. Businessmen too. Even though in the summer, the business is slow and you would think they have more time to learn title, in reality, there is not too much title learning during this time. A silver lining. While our instincts would be to simply decry completely the notion of the country and its pitfalls, the Deba instead saw it as another opportunity for growth. First of all, in the country there is a lot of extra time. All this time could be used for learning Taida more than usual. Yehi saying that your vacation should have the desired outcome of increased health. See Dambam Hilchas Deis, beginning of Parak Dalad, maintaining a healthy and sound body is amongst the ways of God, etc. This would apply even more so to a healthy soul. And if all year one must be concerned with this, then for sure in a time when one is occupied primarily with bodily health, it is vital to be aware of the potential strong body leads to a weak soul. This is not just a nice vart, but a practical issue. To transform the days and idea of bodily rejuvenation into strengthening the soul, namely by adding shirim during vacation and by finding opportunities to inspire other people whom you meet on vacation in Torah and Mitzvahs. We don't know the hidden agendas of divine providence. So perhaps the true purpose of all of you coming to this place is to add precious gems to the crown of Melech Malchem Lachim. My father-in-law, the Friedrich Rebbe, promised that any proactivity will have an effect, and he is trustworthy and reliable. The Rebbe compared going to the country to have a good Lamakim Torah, exile yourself to a place of Torah, People willingly go into exile. They pay huge sums of money to live uncomfortably in small bungalows much smaller than their own homes, not to mention the schlepping back and forth and packing and unpacking. Once you're in exile, though, turn the gullus into a makkum teda. You have the power to make a whole new makkum teda, a place of teda. Don't forgo the opportunity. A new sphere of influence. As we saw at the end of the above letter, the Deba saw another advantage in going to the country an opportunity to meet new people and have positive influence on them. In a letter to someone involved with Chabad schools, the Rebbe even advised him to utilize the fundraising opportunity. It would be a good idea to inspire the Balabatim involved in the school that when they are in the country, they should use every opportunity of meeting new people to get them involved in supporting the yeshiva. No vacation. As Yidin HaChassidim, we know that at every moment of our lives, we are on a mission to spread Torah and mitzvahs. Yet, for some reason, the attitude that summer is vacation time makes people feel like they have nothing to lose by being unproductive during that time. The Yitzhah has a strange ploy called vacation, and to our utmost dismay, this idea has been adopted by even by many otherwise God-fearing people. They say vacation is different. 
Work has no place then. They say this without realizing that it is the opposite of the third of view, that Adam al-Amal Yulat, man was created to toil. There are no extra days and extra hours. Each person was given the exact amount of time that he needs in order to accomplish his true purpose. Therefore, any moment that is not utilized is an irretrievable loss. On many occasions, the Rebbe publicly criticized schools which closed for the summer and called on the administrations to keep their schools running through the whole year. What is this idea that children are exhausted from the school year? They're not tired. Quite on the contrary, they grew and thrived over the past year. Really, we should make a huge student. How could it be that a school is closed for the entire summer? How is it possible that a base chayim, in a good way, a house of life, which refers to teira, hichayenu, should be closed even for one day, and certainly not for many weeks and months? They claim that schools don't have enough money to stay open in the summer. But how can one even bring up money when lives are at stake? Not content with rebuking the schools and not relying on them to fix the problem either, the Rebbe addressed the children directly in a miktaf kali. Beloved children, you must know that vacation does not mean a break from learning and education. A Jewish child must never be without Torah learning and proper education for even one day, summer or winter. On the contrary, taking into consideration the free time that students have in the long summer days, you must utilize them to review everything you learned and prepare for the future. With schools closed and teachers on vacation, the Rebbe once suggested that parents could hire them as private tutors for their children. After all, it's not every day that there are hundreds and even thousands of teachers available. Camp Today, most children go to camp. Although the Rebbe was a strong advocate for schools staying open, he also saw the tremendous benefit that can come from going to camp. In fact, camp can be so beneficial for children that the Rebbe even applied to it the Pasuk, Sheva Yipol Tzadik Vekam, that from a negative thing we end up even higher. This is a unique maila of camp, even compared to the school year. In camp, the children live for an extended time in an atmosphere of holiness in Yiddishkeit, with no possibility of negative influences from foreign winds. In this time, it is possible to imbue the campers with a spirit of Yiddishkeit more than during the rest of the year, in a way that the good influence of camp will even affect the rest of the year. In camp, everything is fun. Many children feel forced to go to school. They would much rather be playing outside or stay at home than be dragged into the classroom. This is another beautiful thing that happens in camp. The children want to go. Everything that happens in camp is fun, including the learning. Learning in camp is full of fun and excitement, part of a big program. In such an environment, it is much easier to educate the campers, as the Rebbe concluded about this. This is the mile of camp, that in a certain sense it can be a better educational experience than the rest of the year. Even the staff. This is true for campers, but what about the hundreds of staff? Aren't we depriving them of valuable education time? Shouldn't they be in yeshiva learning? In a sikha expounding the great benefits of camp, the Rebbe explained how everyone benefits, not just the children. Camp was made to strengthen the body. When we approach our physical health with the knowledge that this will help us serve Hashem, it becomes a part of our Vedas Hashem. Additionally, even if in the child's mind he is just having fun with no intention of serving Hashem, and we know that the Adarebbe says in Tanya that when someone eats or engages in any physical activity solely for pleasure, then the action becomes part of Shalish Klub Satameus. This, however, only applies to an adult who has his own opinion. A child who is not yet capable of forming their own opinions, his actions count, but his thoughts do not. So it is not relevant whether he is relaxing L'shem Shemaim or for fun. It is similar to simply eating with no motive, not for pleasure and not for holy reasons. This type of activity is much easier to elevate to holiness. This is the uniqueness of camp, that it is created for the physical rejuvenation of children under Bar Mitzvah. To take this even further, 
Since this is the very nature of camp, it drags with it even those who are above bar mitzvah and elevates everything they do in Gan Yisrael. The campers will go on from here and bring what they learned in camp and all the, all the added Yerushamayim home with them to their parents and siblings and the whole family. Not for everyone. Although camp is really special place, on some levels, even more effective than school, the Rebbe cautioned against applying this as a blanket rule for all children. Some kids thrive in camp. The lack of rigid structure and the freedom are exactly what they need in order to learn and grow. Other children, however, do much better in school. Some children can benefit from camp, but maybe not for a full two months. Then, there are those kids who would enjoy camp, but the camp nearby isn't a good foot for them. For this reason, the Rebbe strongly encouraged schools to at least give an option to stay in the summer. That way, parents can decide on their own whether they think their kids would do better and not deprive the school type of a kid from productive summer. In conclusion, we see how the Rebbe totally changed the perspective on summer vacation. Far from being a vacation from productivity, it is a tremendous chance for good things to happen. The Rebbe even turned school's closing into a positive with the founding of Gan Yisrael. May all our dear listeners have a wonderful, rejuvenating, happy, healthy, and productive summer.